uh, pain in the leg part two, the functions of L3. So it innervates the front of the thigh, inner aspect of the thigh, the inner aspect of the knee, and the leg. Motor function, L3 does extension of the knee. And reflex, it does knee jerk. So L3, L4, kick the door. The functions of L4 are that it innervates the anterior thigh to the front of the knee. So it's a bit lower than L3 and wraps around. Sensory loss, it's a lower outer aspect of the thigh and knee, in the inner great toe. Motor, it does flexion and adduction of the knee and inversion of the foot by the tibialis anterior muscle. Reflex-wise, it does knee jerk. L5 innovates the lateral aspect of the leg, the dorsum of the foot and the great toe. Motor-wise, it does dorsiflexion of the great toe. And reflex-wise, does tibialis posterior, which is clinically impractical to test. S1 innovates the buttock to the back of the thigh and the leg, down the back of the central calf, the lateral aspect of the ankle and the sole of the foot. So S1 does quite a lot down the back. Motor-wise, it does plantar flexion of the ankle and, eversion, and toes and eversion of the foot via peroneus longus and peroneus brevis. And uh, reflex-wise, it does the ankle jerk reflex. Uh, Meralgia parasthetica is when you get the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve trapped on the lateral end of the inguinal ligament. The causes of meralgia parasthetica are obesity, pregnancy, ascites, belts, trusses and corsets. The features of meralgia parasthetica are burning pain, numbness and tingling. Treatment of myalgia parasthetica is via an injection of ice intracorticosteroids into the ACEs under the inguinal ligament. You can do surgical release and you can try and treat the underlying cause of it as well, such as obesity, pregnancy, belts, trusses and corsets. The causes of perineal nerve entrapment which is on the upper outer thigh near the fibula uh, the nerve gets trapped where it passes through the origin of perineus longus which is 2.5 centimeters below the neck of the fibula. Treatment of perineal nerve entrapment includes shoe wedging, orthotics and neurolysis Tarsal tunnel syndrome uh, is where you get nerve entrapment of the posterior tibial nerve at the tarsal tunnel, which is in the medial ankle. The posterior tibial nerve in the tarsal tunnel beneath the flexor retinaculum on the medial side of the ankle. Yeah, uh, it comes from a dislocation or fracture around the ankle and you know can be caused by tenosynovitis of tendons in the tarsal tunnel from injury or rheumatoid arthritis.
treatment of tarsal tunnel syndrome is orthotics, corticosteroid injection and decompression. Uh, and features of tarsal tunnel syndrome will be a burning pain um, in the sole of the foot. Risk factors for peripheral vascular disease include smoking, diabetes, hypertension, cholesterol, family history, AF anemia, and use of beta blockers. Um, maybe left-sided heart failure in there, potentially. Uh, causes of acute lower limb ischemia include embolism, thrombosis from a major artery or popliteal aneurysm, uh, or a traumatic contusion. The features of history of acute lower limb ischemia include pain, pallor, paresthesia, pulselessness, paralysis, and perishing cold, PPPPP. The treatment of acute lower limb ischemia includes IV heparin stat, 5,000 units, embolectomy, stenting, arterial bypass, and amputation. Features of history of chronic lower limb ischemia include intermittent claudication, rest pain, so chronic limb ischemia as opposed to acute lower limb ischemia. Chronic lower, chronic lower limb ischemia is features are intermittent claudication, rest pain, overt tissue loss, ulceration, gangrene, an arterial which is a medial ulcer, and a constant burning type pain in the forefoot at rest. Causes of chronic lower limb ischemia include PVD, atherosclerosis, smoking, embolization, popliteal entrapment syndrome. Investigations in chronic low limb ischemia would be a full blood count, Doppler ultrasound of the affected arteries, an ankle brachial index of less than 0.5, and you can do angiography. Prevention of chronic low limb ischemia would be to cease smoking, manage lipids, explore cardiovascular risks, and exercise more. Prevention. Management is to manage all your cardiovascular risk factors, gain an ideal weight, exercise to the level of pain, keep your legs warm and dry, maintain optimal foot care, and use aspirin 150 megs daily. When to refer to a vascular surgeon for chronic lower limb ischemia, that's if you've got unstable claudication of recent onset, severe claudication, rest pain, or tissue loss. <laughs> Causes of dilated superficial veins that aren't varicose veins. Um, fucking hell. Would include intrinsic, extrinsic compression of the veins by pelvic or intra-abdominal tumour, ovarian cancer, retroneal, retroperitoneal fibrosis or DVT leading to collaterals. I guess you could put thrombophlebitis in there as well. The risk factors for varicose veins include being female, family history, pregnancy, multiparity, age, occupation, or having a low fiber diet, pretty soft. Features of history of varicose veins include swelling, fatigue, heaviness, aching, and itching. Complications of varicose veins include superficial thrombophlebitis, skin eczema or ulceration, bleeding, 
calcification or margolin ulcer from an SCC. Management of varicose veins includes keeping off your legs, sitting with your legs on a footstool, using supporting stockings or tights, avoiding scratching over the veins, compression sclerotherapy and surgical ligation and stripping. Management of superficial thrombophlebitis uh, is, we've talked about that before, um, so you can treat that with NSAIDs or warfarin. Management is to cover the tender cord with a foam pad, use a firm elastic bandage from foot to thigh, leave the pad and bandage for 7 to 10 days, bed rest with leg elevated with severe and prescribe an NSAID. Or, or was it a... So what we said last time was to use low molecular weight heparin, so clexine, uh, 40 meg subcut daily for a couple of weeks. Lastly, phlegmasia dolens, which is iliofemoral thrombophlebitis, is where you get an extensive clot obstructing the iliofemoral veins, causing subcutaneous edema and blanching, and it's manifested as a painful, milky white leg.